Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, Pastor Cruz. Prime people. Hey, prime people. Our people. Yeah, one million percent. Welcome We're to back. part two of the Prime Culture Podcast, episode three, where we're going to be part twoing about. <laughs> Bro, I just got mad confused. <laughs> what are we saying right now? I don't know. <laughs> it's Tuesday afternoon. It's Tuesday, and, four o'clock. Uh, all right, Andrew. Hey. Part twoing. Yes. Is that what you said? I said part two we're bro. Part-tuing. We're part two You just make up a word. I love I, it, bro. We're, that's what we go. do. We that's innovate. That's what we do. That's what we do. We innovate around right? here. We're podcasting, <laughs> YouTubing, and we're part two-ing. And it's going to be a party. Yeah, man. Part two-ing. So. Part two-ing. Stop partying and start part two-ing. Because there's a part two to your life oh in Jesus' name. Preach it. If you're not dead, he's not done. Come on. <laughs> what? Dude, I'm, bro, I... I feel like that song is mad dark, by the way. Oh my if I'm gosh. not dead, he's not done. Well, I don't want to be either one. I don't want nope. him to be done or dead. Can he just be at work in my life? Can Let's we just go. can we just do that? That's what I want. I just Let's want go. I just want Jesus to <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we lost the podcast. We lost it. If you're listening to this, I promise you, um, I hope it gets better. Right? Hey, I hope that- <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be great. Hey, no. yo, but in all seriousness, man, uh, this is part two of an episode yes, that we is. started last week in episode two. So today is part is episode three, three of, man, of these numbers. the podcast, man. Episode three of the podcast. Uh, but Andrew, before we even jump in, man, I just want to say thank you for coming back home. Thank you for having me. Dude, That's a I, pleasure. listen, listen look, honor, I thought, I thought we had good chemistry. People said that uh, you look good on camera. You helped oh. me look better um, for everyone who watches on YouTube. By the way, if you're you podcasting this and you're listening on Apple Podcast, I got it right. Yes. Not Apple Praise iTunes. Praise the Lord. Okay, so is I- iTunes still a thing? That's circa 2000. Listen, in circa 2000, I was listening to like <laughs> Nelly. Andale, Andale, E-I. You were like three years old. Bro, bro. I still, like, I still like, jammed in that song. You were bro. like part two in year old. You know I what I'm j- saying? Like, <laughs> part two. <laughs> <laughs> I still I jammed to that song all Yo, so, day. Real talk though, is is iTunes is still a thing or is that not a thing? It is, is it just not. Apple Music, Apple Podcast? So Apple, Apple iTunes is not a thing anymore? It's it's still a thing for like syncing and stuff like that, but it's not really a thing. It's not a thing thing. No, it's not a thing thing. That's it's, crazy. It's Apple Podcast and Apple Music now. Okay, well I got yeah. it right. You help you help me get my life together. Right, so if yeah. you're if you're if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, and on YouTube, hello, we're on video in live and in living color. I'll tell you what, this is a trip, bro. Like being on video, just the fact that I have three cameras staring at my face the whole Yo, time I'm while we're talking you, about I'm this. I'm telling you, no pressure, son. Nope, no pressure no whatsoever. No pressure. It hits different on video. It does hit different. It hits different on video. You know what I'm saying? But um, real talk, man. At, at, we're, we're three episodes in on the new podcast season um and before we even move forward man i just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening or watching um man it's uh it's really humbling to be honest with you andrew it's really humbling to hear feedback from people when they say man like the content has really been blessing me the content has really been changing my life um and um before we even get into into today's content i really just want to encourage you guys who have been tracking with the podcast um to take a moment to share it with someone you know like um 
you know, I, I heard this said one time that like sharing the gospel is one blind beggar showing the another blind beggar where the bread is. Wow. You know, now obviously in Jesus, none of us are blind beggars, Amen. you know, um, but I do think that um, we have a responsibility to point people to where something that could potentially be life changing for you. Yeah. Like you want to you want to share that as much as possible. And so when we say um, when we ask you guys to share the content to uh, you know, like DM someone about it or or whatever. It's not about the hype around the content. No, it's, not. it's about the heart of the content. Yeah. Right? You my know? my wife, um, she has like this own little like lady group. Uh, Yo, shout yeah. out Courtney Funk. Shout out Courtney Funk. She's a lights out leader. Yes, she is. At Prime Culture. Yes, she lights is. out leader. And she has like a small group and she was telling me how, she, you know, they, were, they, they shared the podcast with each other and obviously everyone already knew. Um, but it's just something about. Hey, yo, was Courtney listening like all proud? Like, oh my God, that's my husband. Oh, that's my boo. Oh. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, boo. Yeah, literally, right before this, she was trying to hype me up. She's like, you got this, babe. You, you got this. It, you got this. The hand oh of God is on your life. <laughs> You've anointed and appointed for this. <laughs> no, for real. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. Nothing like having a but wife would, have your back. I would have nothing else. Yeah, man. I would rather so they, no so, other way. So they were sharing the content. Yeah, with each they, were, other? they were saying it. And um, I think right now, the, the, the truth that we were talking about in part one last week is something that's really prevalent into in today's situation yeah, no right now. As people kind of come back into the grind and as people 100%. try to figure everything out and as school's starting to open back up in person yeah, and yeah. all this stuff like that, like it's, it, it's, it's becoming a real, real thing that people need to pay attention to. Yeah. Well, and there's a, I think there's a real big hunger for it. Yeah. And I think in, in, culture and not like just prime culture, but like culture, like society, right. um, there's a real desire for a true North for real bearings, right? Mm. Like the last 18, 24 months, dude has been now we're, we're not going to get into a political discourse. This is not yeah. that type of a podcast. However, there's been so much fake news. There's been, there's been, been so many polarizing perspectives. There's been a lot of very subjective points of view that have been packaged and delivered as this is truth. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what's scary about that, bro, is that there is so much agenda behind what some people say. This is the truth that you should mm. do this. You should do that. Right. You should get it. You shouldn't get it. X, Y, Z, right? right. Um, and I think that one, one of the things that's, that's so scary about that is that it's driven by media and it's driven by frenzy. And there's no middle ground. There is none. There's like, what's the true measure? Right, when something is subjective, bro, like that means it's completely relative, yep. right? There's no real absolute line where we say we're, if we're going to present this content to you, we're going to say, hey, this is what the truth is about our political party or about our, our stance on certain things in culture and society. Like typically there's like, here's a true north. Here is a base foundation that gives us legs to stand on when we present this to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I honestly believe this, man. I believe that the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, inspired our team at Prime Culture to really help our young adults find a, a true north, yeah. find a bearing, man. You know, because it can be scary, y'all. It, it can be scary when you're, you don't know which way is up. Right. right? Um, like w this is, this is my first day back in the office after a seven, like a seven to eight day, um, hiatus. In Speaking of how was that true? No, I'll tell you what, man, it, it, anytime you can get away and just have some disconnect time, some disengage time, you should do it. Self-care, even if it's like a self-care Sunday or a self-care evening or something, you should do it. 
right? Mm. Like maybe you're not even like this. Isn't, this isn't a dating podcast, right? But like um, not today, <laughs> right? But even if you're if, even if you're not dating someone, you should be dating yourself. Like you should be carrying yourself. You should be like, yes, bro. Right. So you don't have to be able to be like, oh man, I'm going to go to Cancun for a week to be like, I'm going to take a vacay. Sometimes it's like a staycay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're like a college student or something, the next time you get a break or maybe, maybe you just took midterms, right? Like at UTEP just had its midterms, right? Um, like maybe maybe at the start of the next semester or the next term, you just like say, you know, I'm going to save 15 bucks a week. And right after midterms, I'm going to book a room at like the, the Plaza Hotel or like Indigo downtown. And I'm just going to stay there for two nights and just chill and just chill. Order room service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, so anyway, go downstairs so- to the Ambar Hello? and get yourself a meal. Bro, the, the, the hamburger at Ambar in El Paso, Texas is bananas 10 out of 10 Neither would recommend oh 100 100 okay. 10 out of 10 would right. recommend absolutely 100 man um so anyway so we were there for 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 a week uninterrupted uninterrupted time with me and the girls now we went to this place that was like a like an outdoor jungle water park and um there was this massive water slide bro massive like i'm telling you it was probably like six stories up Right, and so it was built like a light tower, and so the the, the slide just like swirled around the light tower, right? Um, and so Chloe was like, Chloe's our nine year old who is like emerging as a daredevil, right? So it's like super interesting to see her be like, Dad, I'm into stuff, taking right? those steps, bro. So we walked up, right? We walked all the way to the top, and there was this one moment. I'm just gonna be keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck, all right? I'm gonna keep it 100. There was a moment where it was like, Hey, yo, uh, Chloe, you still want to do this? Right, because they, I was the one that was bugging out, bro. Because like the 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 deal with having a dad mind is that like as you're climbing climbing up, you're thinking about everything that could go wrong. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? It's like oh my god, so much could go wrong. And so like I I was like I wanted to give Chloe an out so that I could give myself an out. Oh my god, you know what I'm gosh. saying? Like I'm, I'm I'm climbing up this thing. Like dude, what if I like I'm a big guy? Like what if I like catch so much momentum and I slide off this thing. And it was not the same as the videos that I saw. No, not at all, all, bro. Like people were actually enjoying it. I was like, oh my God, like just making like my, like praying prayers to the Lord, right? So anyway, so long story short, we get up there, we go down, Chloe goes first. I jump in, I'm legit praying on my way down. Like, oh, holy Jesus, help me out. Now, um, I did pick up a ton of momentum. Thank you, Jesus. It was safe. Um, but when I come out, there's the whole point to this is about being disoriented, right? Right. When I come out, um, somehow I'm, I'm coming in hot, man. I'm coming in so fast. And I just shoot out of the water slide at the end. You know, like the water slides come out and they shoot yep. you into a pool. So I shoot out of the water slide so fast, okay? Um, and I hit the pool and I open my eyes, Right. I open my eyes and I'm swimming and I'm trying to figure out which way is up. Wow. Right? I'm trying to figure out which way is up. And for a, a split second, I'm bugging out because like, I'm like, yo, I'm about to drown in this thing. For real, real talk. Because I was just so disoriented, right? Because I couldn't see myself coming out, right? Now, in that moment, I remembered something. I remembered that the attendant at the top told us, hey, when you hit the pool, if, if, if you're an adult, you should be able to just stand up and it should be chest high, the depth of the water. What happened to me was as I shot out of the water slide, I was upside down, right? Um, and so ra- rather, than, rather than have my feet, because I, I have my feet on solid ground, my feet, I was up, because right I was upside water. down, I couldn't feel the water. I couldn't feel the ground. 
So I didn't have anywhere to stand. But the moment I got right, right side up and I had something to stand on, I remembered the truth about what I was in. Oh my God. I can stand up in this thing. Wow. And I think, I think what happens is, you know, maybe some of us, maybe some of us weren't in Cancun going down scary freaking water slides, right? <laughs> but I think what happens is that we're living in a pace today that that so much information is coming at us at such a frenzied pace yeah and at such at such a fast pace that it's hard to figure out what's true what's not true which way is up right right and i think that the lord gave us the idea and the perspective to share what is truth um to help our young adults to help the culture have somewhere or remember you have somewhere to stand yeah right? You're not caught up in the swirling of opposite ends of political views, opposite ends of pandemic views, opposite ends of, of like societal issues. The truth is that your truth is not defined by the, by the information that's being swirled and thrown at you. Your all truth, of it. all of it, your My truth goodness. is divine, defined by something higher. Does yeah. that make sense? You know what I mean? And that's so, the word of God. Um, you know, and so like I think I think our heart with this, Andrew, as you and I have been talking about it, is to give the culture somewhere to stand on. Yeah. Right. So that when 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 you come in hot into life and you come into like, man, I feel like I don't know which way to go, that you remember, hold on. Someone at the top told me that if I just stand, that's good. Right? I'll it it, it this won't drown me. It'll only be chest chest high. Wow. You know, and so I think that that that's disclaimer, Pastor Cruz can swim. I can swim. No, <laughs> I swim, can swim. Swims. No, I can he swim. Swim, swim. I can swim, swim. But even yeah. in my own ability to swim, because I got thrown into a situation that was new and that was like, man, this bugged me out. Yeah. I couldn't figure out the way. I couldn't figure my way out. Right. And for like I said, for a split second, I thought I was gonna drown, bro. Like I, I, I had the fear for a split second, like, oh right. shoot, something's wrong. And then I remembered the truth, not just the fact of the moment. Wow. Right. And I said, no, hold on. I must be upside down. And then I reached up with my arm and I felt the ground. And I was like, oh, I'm upside down. And so I just like turned to myself and I was like, oh, my feet are back on the ground. I'm standing. I'm good. I'm good. Right. And I think Jeez. that's that's our heart for us as we're talking about what is truth is like for, for those of us who have been trying to figure out where to place our feet and what to stand on because everything's just been swirling. Man, like the truth is we find it in Jesus. Amen. We find it in the Word of God, and in Part One, Andrew, that's what we—that's that's where that's where we where we landed, right? Yep. That what is truth? That's John seventeen, right? Jesus, Jesus says, "What is truth? My word is truth." Yeah, right. What is truth? My word is truth. And um, you know, something that really concerns me, Andrew, is that um, there's a lot of people's words that are coming at us. Right, a lot of people's opinions, a lot of people's perspectives that are coming at us. You and I were talking Non-stop, about this earlier. Stop, bro. Where it's like, dude, it's we're we're living in the in in the generation where you have the most information, but the least informed people. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like anyone can become like a micro expert with one Google search. But then whenever you try to whenever you try to ask more questions about the topic. They don't know what to say. There's no depth, right? Like Google geniuses, yep. right? Like, Google geniuses. I, like, okay, I, I can talk about it for a split second because I Googled it, and, but, here's, but here's the deal. I can Google a one-liner, right? right. I, can, I can Google a, a piece of information, but I cannot Google. I can download a piece of information, but I can't download your full intelligence. Yeah, wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and what makes me nervous is a lot of times we build lives on, bro on snippets of information. Bro, we build lives on one-liners right now. <sighs> Come on, bro. For real. Absolutely, right? Like, and that's all I see on Instagram. That's all I see on social media. Is all one-liners. Yeah. Captions. Hashtags. Captions. 
Yeah, no, I agree, bro. And our heart with this is that we help you understand, here's the deal. When we talk about the truth of God, right, and the word of God, it literally is God's heart. When he says that in, in John 17, 17, when he says, my word is truth, literally what he's saying is, my word is my intelligence and my expression to help you, right? So when God gives us his word, bro, the Bible, right? That's the word of God. When God gives us his word, he's saying, I'm trying to share not just one-liners with you. I'm trying to share my mind and my intelligence with you. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give that to you so that you can build your life on it. You know, literally one of the things that I pray with my daughters on a daily, on a daily, when I drop them off at school is I have the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God. Wow. I have the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God. And I think that through his word, that's what God wants to give us is his mind and his wisdom. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that we're not just Google geniuses. Yeah. And as, as, as we live in a culture where, you know, young adults are trying to build something for themselves. And I remember being 18, 19, just hustling like yeah. no other, bro. Like, and, and it was, it was, there was all, it was, it almost got to the point where there was no means to an end. Yeah. Right. And it was like, just grind after grind. Okay. Trying to make a name, trying to, trying to build the connections. Right. Cause all I heard when I was 18, 19 was, it's not what you know, it's who you who know, you know yeah. right? And yeah. um, working smart and all that stuff. And for me personally in my life, as I've come to the reality of, of being planted here at this church and being planted with Prime Culture and, and being planted with, with amazing pastors like yourself, it's, I don't need to figure it out because it's already been figured out for me. Mm, mm. I right? think that's a big deal, bro. And, you know, here, here goes an old guy rant. Right, <clears throat> but one of the things that that I desire and I crave for for young guns and and young minds that are that 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 I have the opportunity to serve that me, Diana and I have the opportunities to, opportunity to serve that our youth pastors who are ministering to teenagers have the opportunity to serve yeah. is that 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 you would find the humility to be able to say I don't have to figure it out by myself. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like 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 I feel like that's such a childish perspective. Again, I'm speaking from the point of view of being a dad, right? right? And one of the most childish things that my daughters have done in my nine years experience of being a dad is like, look, if you allow me to just step into your moment and bring my intelligence in that moment, I can change for you in one moment, but it would take you three days to figure out. True. Right? But the response I would get from the girls is like, nah, dad, I want, I'm going to figure it out. I got it, dad. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Right? But what would happen, man? What would happen if we had the humility, right, to allow the truth of God, the word of God, the intelligence of God, you know, and where we would really have the humility to say, you know what? Not only can't I figure it out, I don't need to, like you just said. I don't yeah. have to figure it out. It's already been given to That's me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Work smarter, not harder. Come on, bro. Now, the issue with that is this, is... Um, your generation loves God, mm-hmm. loves faith. Your generation isn't falling away from faith. That's right. the truth. Now, I think, not, not I think, the statistics point to that your, gen- your generation, young adults, Gen Zers, younger millennials are, are stepping away from the, the classic tenets and from the institution of church. Absolutely. Y'all still believe. You still have believing in you, yeah. but you're going through this classic, you're going through this generational development where it's like, nah, I'm gonna figure it out. Right. Like, like I know my parents had their thing, but I'm gonna figure out my thing, right? And statistics say this, that your generation only has, only 4% of your generation has a, a biblical worldview. That's so mind-blowing to me still to this Isn't day. Isn't that interesting, right? Where like, like, 
if I ask people, like, what do you think about Jesus, right? And they're like, man, Jesus is dope. I love Jesus. He, I know he loves me, and I know Jesus has his, his, a plan for me and a purpose for me. Awesome. What do you know about his word? Mm. Right? It's like, That's uh, when- uh, and so, like, what, what, what breaks my heart about that is that 96% of your generation is living away from and doesn't have the benefit of the word of God, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, like you and I have been rocking together for, for about three years now, yeah. right? And in that, one of the places I've pushed you really hard is your relationship with the word. Yeah. Right? Because, like, the word isn't just, like, rules and regulations, right? The word is direction and guidance. Yeah. It's correction and mentorship, yeah. right? Like, it's preparation and empowerment, and to think, right, that you that your generation would understand, yes, I have a purpose. I have a plan from God. Right. But to be separated from the source that can empower you and mentor you to walk out that, yeah. that purpose and that plan. You know, to me, the question becomes like, like, why is that? Why is that so hard? Why is correction so hard? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, why, why, Gosh. why is that like a, like a, almost like a bad word, dude? You know what Bro, I mean? like, no one loves being corrected nowadays. It's so crazy. <laughs> but the reason why I feel like no one likes being corrected is because no one knows who to trust. Mm. Mm. Right? Like, you can correct me all the time, and I, I, I have a good spirit about it, and I'm open to it. But that's because I trust you. Right? We've built we've a trust had, relationship. We've, we've built trust. We've built a trusting relationship. We have equity with one another. Yeah. That's great. Now. Because everybody is the so-called expert, right? Wow. They're like, oh, no, what you're doing is wrong. Our guard, our guard goes up immediately. And it's like, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's who I should listen wow. to. Wow. And I'm going to be offended because he thinks that what I'm doing is wrong. Wow. When I think what I'm doing is right. Wow. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah. But think- I've been under you. I've been, I, I would say this. I've been under your pastoring and I've been under your correction for three years now. And it's come such a long way for me, Right. And that's what I would say to anybody who's listening to this podcast. It's like, hey, like find a mentor that you trust and find someone, find a pastor who wants to pour into you and don't just take the good, but also take- Take the truth. Yeah, don't take, take the, the stuff truth. that just makes you feel yeah, good. Yeah, take the truth. Do you know what I mean? Because like no, no good diet is just the feel good stuff, yeah. right? Like my kids, my kids inexperienced palate. I talk a lot about my kids because that's my story right now. Like that's my life. But my kids inexperienced palate, all they, I mean, if they could have it all day, it'd be chicken nuggets and ice cream all Big day, facts. every day, right? The stuff they really like. Big facts. You know? Yep. But you and I both know, like that would be child abuse. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that would be abusive to my kids to not give them what feeds them. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I agree with you, man. I agree, I agree that like find a mentor, all that. We, we'll talk about that. But before anything, like come to a place, especially, especially if you've given your life to Jesus. And especially if you're someone who said, man, I've decided to follow Jesus, yeah. right? Um, I've decided to, to be a Jesus person. You can, I said this the last episode and I'm gonna say it again. You cannot live the real truth because that, that's what Jesus said. He said, I'm the only way. I'm the real truth and I'm the real life, right. right? I cannot have the real truth of Jesus Christ and I can't have the benefit of the real truth of Jesus Christ without the framework of the Bible and his word. Hmm. I just can't, right? right? I, can't be, I can't be a person who says, God has a plan and a promise for me if I don't line up with his character and his command. Yeah. Right. And like, I, I, I want to shift gears into that. Right. Because 
the the reason we're talking about what is truth is because as as someone who has the beautiful benefit of pastoring a generation of young adults at our church here at Abundant in El Paso, Texas, um, one of the things that I want to teach you guys to do and I want to challenge and confront you guys on is we've got to place God's word over everything. Yeah. Right? It's it's God's way over everything. It's God's word over everything. And so today, I think I think we've made our case as to why you need an absolute truth. Right. Why you need a true north. The reason we trust the north star is because it has not moved. Hmm. Right? Ages and millennia in the existence of the earth have come and gone. Yeah. Empires have come and gone, but that star has remained. Yep. And the compass always points. Always points. North. Right? Um, and the, the, the scripture would say this, the, the, the apostle Peter would say it this way. Have, well, Isaiah would say, heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will not pass. The apostle Peter says it this way, the, flower, the, the grass fades and the flower withers, but the word of God remains forever. Wow. You know? Um, and so I think that as you're building your life, right? As, as we've got 20-somethings and 30-somethings that are building life, you should build it on something that's going to remain. Yeah. Right? Um, and so I want to shift gears to really lean into how, how we do that. Now, uh, we've got about 15, 20 more minutes to talk about this, right? Let's go. Um, and so this is not necessarily a comprehensive approach, but hopefully this is something that'll help you practically today. Yeah. Right? To say, you know what? Okay, cool. You know, putting the word of God first in my life isn't that complicated. Oh, wow. I don't have to have the whole Bible memorized to apply the Bible that I do know. Right. Right? The scripture says the truth, you will know the truth, and the truth will what? Set you free. Set you free. Yep. And it's the truth you know and apply. Yeah. Right? And so today you have truth. Yep. Like you have truth. If you're a Jesus follower and you've placed your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, today you have, even if it's like little, little snippets of it, even if it's little crumbs, I want to remind you this, that think about this. Even a little crumb has the same essence as the whole cake. Wow. Right? So it might be like, man, I don't know the whole thing, Cruz. I just have a little piece. Well, even a little piece has the same essence and the same ingredients as the whole whole as the whole piece. Does that make sense? Wow. Right? So today, don't diminish the fact that you don't know everything. You don't have to know everything. But you do have a responsibility to do everything you can with what you do know today. Yeah. Does that make sense? And you so gotta start what, somewhere. Yeah, you exactly. You gotta start somewhere. You got to, right? So let's talk about this a little bit. How do we place the word, of, the word of God over everything, right? How do we do that? Well, um, I think we, we can start at Psalm 119, all right? So we're going to go into a little bit of a Bible study today, right? Um, we'll start at Psalms 119. Um, now, here we go, just a little bit of value add. Psalm 119 is 176 verses. It's the longest chapter in the entire Bible, okay? Um, and in those 176 verses, pretty much, if you read the whole thing, you'll have one theme through the whole chapter, which is the supremacy of the Word of God, yeah. a love for the Word of God, a return to the Word of God, an appreciation for the Word of God, right? Like if you've ever heard a, a, a verse that says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my, my path. path, that's Psalm 119, verse 105, right? Um, the, 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 word, the entrance of your word brings light, that's Psalm 
119. The word light means order. So when, you're, when, when your word enters my life, it brings order to my life, right. which if I can just pastor you for a second, if you've felt your life to being disorderly and being in chaos and being disrupted, maybe, just maybe, you should allow the word of God to enter your life, and let's just see what happens, right? We've got nothing to lose. You've got to receive the word. You know? Yeah. Um, and so Psalm 119 is essentially Dave, King David and, and, his, and his writing team writing about their love for the word of God, right? <clears throat> but I, I want to lean in on verse 11 um, because this is where, where, where you see a real clear practical application of how we can put the word of God over everything, right? Um, and verse nine actually speaks to you guys who are listening to well, all of us, really, but specifically to young people, yeah. right? Psalm 119 verse nine says what? How, how will a young person, person yeah. a young adult, how will they keep their way pure or how will they clean up their life? Let's be honest, Andrew. We, we could all use a little cleaning up. Everyone can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um. And so he's, he's speaking to, here's how, here's how you apply the word, right? So then he says, your word, verse 11, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. One verse, but an incredible impact. Yeah. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Let's break that down, right? So the word God is what? Three things, yep. right? Three things. And hopefully you're taking notes, unless you're driving. Don't take notes if you're driving. That's just not a Mental good look. Mental notes. Mental notes works too. <laughs> or maybe you come back to this and you just unpack it and you take some notes, right? Um, but watch. Three things. The, what is the word of God? Three things. You ready? I'm going to give you some fancy words and then we'll unpack it a little bit, right? So three things. Number one, the word of God is what? The precept, precept. right? The word of God is his precepts, his principles, and his promises. So the word of God is comprised of three things. His precepts, his principles, and his promise or promises, yeah. right? You said something earlier where you're like, this is, this is not a la carte, right? No, What'd you not, say about it? It's the whole thing, bro. Wow. You can't just pick a fraction of it. Hello? People want the promise, but they don't want to put in the work, and they don't want to handle and take in the principles yeah. and the precept. Yeah. And you can't have the precept and the principle. You can't have the promise no. without walking through the precept and the principles. So, Cruz, what are the precepts? What are the principles? Well, the precept is simply another word for the command of God. Yeah. Right? So in the word, God isn't, isn't saying, is, he's not giving, like, options. He's giving commands. Yeah. Right? So first thing, what, is the, what, is the, what do we find in the word of God? We find his commands, what God wants us to do. Right. What does God want for my life? You know, whenever, I, whenever I've heard people ask me, hey, Cruz, hey, what does God want for my life? What does God want me to do? I'm like, man, like you, first of all, you need to have a relationship with the word because you'll find out what God wants, yep. right? The book of Micah chapter six, verse nine says, these, the, these things, God, that the Lord has asked you to want to, to walk humbly, to live holy, to live modestly, to love mercy, mm. you know? Um, and so like, you want to know what God wants, it's in his word, yeah. right? So it's the command of God, right? The command of God. So what God wants from me, what God wants from us is his word. Yep. Now he doesn't just stop on a command because he also tells you what to do, but then he tells you how, how? to do it, right? Because I've met people, Andrew, I mean, and maybe you, maybe you have, I don't know, but I've met people who knew the command of God, but didn't have the character of God. Ooh. Like, you know, like mean Christians, that's tough. Like nasty Christians. Like the ones I talked about in my last episode. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Mama, I love you. <laughs> but for real, right? No, the ones, big time. The ones who know yeah. the right thing, 
but don't do it the right way. Watch, Paul, Paul talks to Timothy, right? So like Paul and Timothy is like a relationship like this, right? Like I'd be Paul, you'd be Timothy. That's, mm. a, that's really arrogant cruise. Don't compare yourself to Paul. I get it, but it's just the principle of nah. mentorship, right? Yeah. Um, but Paul tells Timothy, hey, yo, here's the command of God. Speak the truth at all times, right? So all, tell the truth, speak the truth. There's the command of God. Be honest. That's not that hard. Yeah. Right? Be honest. Watch. But he doesn't just give the command. He gives the character. He says, speak the truth with love. Wow. You see that? Yep. Right? And so if you, you're like, okay, well, how do I do that? Well, love, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through 7. Love is patient. So when you're going to speak the truth to someone, if I'm going to do it with God's word in my heart, watch this. I'm going to speak the truth patiently. Yep. I'm going to speak the truth with, with no intention or no remembering of wrongdoing. Sometimes we speak the truth remembering what they did. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so God doesn't just give you his command, he gives you his character, yeah. right? And, and I, I would venture to say this, you guys, for some of you and some of us who have had church hurt, right? One of the, honestly, man, one of the reasons, Andrew's raising his hand right now, right? Like, <laughs> uh, me too, bro. Like, yeah. I've had church hurt. Yeah. Like, one of, one of the reasons why your generation has lost trust with church is because we've had people who knew the command of God, but didn't deliver it or share it with the character of God. Wow. You know what I mean? Like God's not angry. He's not, he's not gr a grumpy old man that sits in heaven somewhere. Yeah. Right. He's a good father. And when he offers his commands, he's saying, man, when I ask you to do this, it's not because I need you to please me. Right. It's because I want you to carry my character. Yeah. in your life, right? So when we talk about the word of God, your word have I hidden in my heart. I've placed your word, your commands, your character, watch this. But then there's a self-serving nature in keeping the word of God, right? So remember that the word of God is what? His precepts, his principles, and his promises. Yep. So if the precept is the command of God, if the principle is the character of God, the promises are our confidence in God. Yeah. Right? And so there are promises that are connected to principles and precepts. Right? Like one of, one of the big ones that jumps out to me right now is when Paul teaches the, 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 the Ephesian church, honor your mother and your father. For this oh. is the, watch, for this is the first commandment with a promise. Right? Jeez. So that you'll live a long life and it'll go well with you. Crazy. Now there's gonna be a bunch of questions like, dude, do you know my mom? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know my family? Like, man. You talking about my mama? <laughs> People be cray cray up in this house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, bro, like, but, but there's a promise connected to the command, right? Wow. And so when we, when we obey the command of God, when we carry the character and the nature of God, there is always an expectation that's connected to it. Right? There's so always an expectation. Always, always. And we can have confidence in that, right? And so what David is saying is like, I've, I've, I, I've now taken your word what you want me to do, who you want me to be as I'm doing what you want me to do, and what I can expect yeah. when I obey you and when I be like you've asked me to be. There's always an expectation. Mm. And like you said earlier, I cannot have the expectation of the promises of God if I haven't been obedient to the command of God and if I haven't walked in the character of God. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way, Yeah, right? Um, and so, so how do we... How do we put the word of God in our heart, right? So what David said is this, I've hidden your heart. I've hidden your word, right? I've hidden your word. Um, that, that, name, that, that name, that word hidden literally means I've treasured. 
mm. right? So think of like a safety deposit box. Right. Right? Like, you got fancy watches, Andrew. I've seen you. Say what? I'm just playing. I'm, I'm outing you like that, right? But like, <laughs> but like, I mean, you've seen the movies, right? No, like, people yeah, got like, gems and, 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 and yeah. things that are like of high value. What do they put in? They just like throw them around in a shoebox under a mattress? Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Hello. Um, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, no, what do we do? We go and yeah. we tuck them away in certain places. Why? Because they're treasure. They're valuable, yep. right? I, I, want, I want to really hold them in high regard. And this is exactly what the, what the psalmist is saying here, right? I hold your commands, your character, and your promises in high regard. Watch this. So what, I, what, what do I hold them in high regard? What are, you, what are you comparing them to? Well, I'm comparing them in higher regard than my heart. Mm. My heart is my feelings. So how I feel, what I think about how I feel, and what I do driven by what I think and how I feel. That's so good. Right, so if you want to, if you want to figure out, and if you have, if your question is like, how do I, how do I put God's word over everything? Like, how do, how do I make God's truth my number one? It's super simple, right? Essentially, is it's this: I place your command, your character, and your promises over my own feelings, my own thoughts, and my own decision making, and my own preferences. Hello. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. I always think about, there's one, there's something that's always said, it's how you do anything is how you do everything. Ooh. Right? So when you're talking about the watches and you're talking about how it's God's preferences, it can't, it's even the slightest little thing of what I feel like I can give myself room for. Mm, yeah. Will not work. Right. It won't. Right. His word needs to have all authority in your life. Mm. You know? And it's like, it's like, I can't, I, 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 for me, like my Apple watch and I have a Breitling, so I do, I do have a okay, nice watch. Okay, now you're sorry, flexing. Now you're sorry. Playing. Okay. I First do. you're trying to play all humble, right? I tried to play, what I are do. you talking about, Chris? Right? I do. Wow. I do. But, wow. But, but the truth is, is that I take care of this Apple watch just as much as I do my Breitling. Why? Because how I take care of this is how I take care of that. And how you take it. That's brilliant, bro, by the way. It's how you take care of everything. Yeah. Right? Why? Because it's command, it's character. Yep. Right? It's my and, character. And your character doesn't change based off of the thing you're holding currently. Exactly. That's brilliant, bro. Like, that's so, so good. And that should be the point, right? That the, the word of God applies not just for the big things. Because that's when we really approach God, right? Yeah. For all the big stuff. Like, all the Breitling moments, right? Like, Bro, uh, you, even, and, even my sneakers, dude. I have plastic force fields in all of my shoes. One million percent, bro. I'm not going to crease any Pe of my people shoes. People don't even know what force fields are right now. <laughs> but it's something you insert into your shoes so you don't crease them. Sneaker right? hack. 100%, right? So, like, but this is incredible. This is the character, right? Yeah. That regardless of what I'm holding, I'm going to value it. I'm going to treat it with excellence. I'm, I'm going to give it my best. Why? Because it's the most incredible, valuable, crazy, expensive thing. No, but because it, that's my character, yeah. right? And bro, that's, that's so dope that you said that, bro, because that's gotta be the mentality yeah. that I bring the word of God, the truth of God, that I invite it in. Because right. think about it, think about it. Like, like in, 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 in our young adult years, in our 20s and our 30s, it's the most formative time of our lives, yep. right? It's a time where there's the most happening in our lives. You're choosing careers, you're choosing colleges, you're choosing spouses, you're choosing houses, like, you know everything, what I mean? Like the whole all, nine yards. Everything's being built typically in that time frame, right? Yep. And so we'll talk to God about, yo, like, should I take this job? Should I move? Should I leave El Paso? Should I do this? And it's like, I, I invite God into all the big things. But dude, God doesn't just want the bright link. 
right? He he want he also wants to be a part of the Apple Watch on yeah. the day to day. He wants it all, bro. One hundred percent. That's what it is. He wants it all. He wants it all. You you reminded me of a scripture in Romans chapter twelve, verse two in the Message version. It says this: bring bring your everyday ordinary before God. Wow. Present that to Him. Your everyday walking around, going to work, waking up, sleeping, eating, life. And embracing what he wants from you in your everyday ordinary is the best thing you could do for him. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I love that you brought that up, man, because the word of God and the truth of God really is for every area, every moment, every single day. Yeah. Right? Um, not just the big moments, every moment. Every moment. And it's good to, it's, 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 I'm, I'm kind of glad that we went down this road because even for me, like I, I just got married, right? And truth is, we don't have everything figured out yet. We don't. Uh, let, let me just give you a heads up, bro. <laughs> I don't I'm, I, I'm, I'm almost 18 <laughs> years in the game, and yeah. I'm still trying to figure this thing out, bro. Like, Facts. <laughs> like, and me and Courtney know that, right? Yeah. But one thing that we're dead set on is, you know, where it's, it's so awesome. We, we're, actually gonna, we're, we're actually starting, or we started, sorry. Uh, we started to read the Bible together late at night before she goes to bed. Because she goes to bed at like 9.30, and I've, I've, I go to bed like at like 2 in the morning. I'm nocturnal. I don't know why. Um, but one big thing that we're set on in our household is that, we're not going to let anything take us away, even That's in incredible. our conversations, even in how we do things, even in like the people that we invite into our house, whatever. We're protecting our house and our marriage at all costs, and we're doing it God's way. And even though we don't have everything figured out, number one, the word is there for us to see. Gives you the compass, right? Yep. Yeah. And even if we're still a little confused, we have pastors sure. that can give us clarity. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely, man. And how many times, like we come to you guys all the time. No, yeah, and I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. But that's but the truth is, it's because we've accepted and we know that we don't know it all. But Nor he, are we going to try to figure right? it all. And but we come back to, I've valued your word. Yep. Right. I it's value right your way of doing things. I well, I value the way you've asked what you've asked me to do, the way you've asked me to do it. I value that beyond my own emotions, because the truth is, we're just talking about that. That. Um, that that micro moment of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Which I know that's a big deal, but that that micro moment, right. no. even that you can see the application of of the teaching of the word, yeah, right? Or like James chapter five literally says that, hey, if you're having having a hard time in life, if you're feeling sick or if you're sinning, call the elders of the church, have a heartfelt, sincere conversation so that you can be healed. Yeah, that's applying the word. Asking for for counsel is applying the word. The scripture says that there is safety in a multitude of good godly counsel yeah right so you can you have a choice to make am i going to live according to my feelings am i going to value my feelings because bro the truth is in that moment there there are feelings of of like i'm self-conscious i don't want anyone to know that we're struggling right i don't want anyone to know that i don't have it all together i don't want anyone to know that i'm that i have a problem i don't want anyone to know dude it's yeah. it's pride right it's, it's pride. the machismo yeah yeah it's pride now i don't want anyone to know that i don't that i'm freaking out that i don't know how to be a husband right now Right. That I'm freaking out that I'm I'm like I'm about to finish up my graduate degree and I don't like the career this is taking me taking me down. For real, right? Like people are living that right yeah. now. Where it's like, and you have a choice to make. This is what we're talking about. About putting the word of God as something that has a higher value than your current emotion and your current situation. Right? Can I value God's way of doing things higher than what I feel? how I think about what I feel and what I want to do based on how I'm feeling and how I'm thinking. Yeah. That is literally putting the word of God over everything. Yep. It's not that deep.
No. It's, it's really being able to say, you know what, God? I'm going to do it your way. That's literally putting the word of God over everything. To say, I'm, look, I'm going to put you over my pride. I'm going to put you over my fear. I'm going to put you over my self-consciousness. I'm going to put you over my insecurity. Yeah. I'm going to put you over my doubts. I'm going to put you over my anxiety. I'm going to put you over my, my feeling that I, you know, some of us, like, we're crushing life. And the truth is, the other side of the spectrum of, like, feeling like you don't have it all together, the other side of the spectrum is, like, feeling like you got it all together and you don't need God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and the scripture says this, pride goes before the fall. Right. Right? Um, and so it really comes down to being able to say this, Lord, I have valued and I've set your way of doing things, your word. I've set it higher than my own feelings, my own thoughts, and my own decision-making so that I can see your results. I can see your promises. So I can be confident yep. in your promises. Look, there are some promises in the scripture that are hinged on us keeping his precepts and, keep, and keeping his principles. Some of the promises in the scripture aren't for everyone. I won't go down that rabbit trail right now, but some <laughs> of them are triggered by, yeah. right? Some of them are triggered by my obedience to his will. You know, and so, and so as, we're, as we're wrapping up the content, I think it really is that simple, Andrew, to be able to say, hey, you know what, God? Like, I feel some type of way today, but I'm gonna place your way of doing things, your, your command and your character and the promises that you have for my life, I'm gonna set that higher than what I wanna do right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm old enough now, Andrew, to really reconsider things when I'm like, well, this is what I wanna do. Right. Right, because that still happens to me. I still do that, you know? Like, most of us do. Most intelligent, high-capacity people, like, have, like, a road they wanna go down. Right. Right? And I'm not, I'm not saying don't have a perspective, don't have an opinion. What I'm saying is don't have the opinion by yourself. Hmm. Right? have a value, have something that you weigh it against. Yeah. Right? Which is the word like of centering. God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come back to the true north. Lord, I've valued your word above my preferences. I value your word off of my current vantage. I value your word above what I really want to do. Yeah. Your word. Now that, and that's how his word becomes a lamp to our feet, a oh, light to our path. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's, and you know, I really believe this, that as you, as you guys begin to really make that a priority in your life to say, you know what? I'm going to put God's word over everything. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go filter everything in my life through the word of God. Man, I can't wait to see what happens in your life. When you wow. just start saying, you know what, God, teach me, show me. I'm feeling some type of way. Yeah. Show me, show me the word. Bring me, bring me a, a bring me the right message. Bring me the right, the right content. Bring me the right conversation. You'd be surprised how consistently God sends his word through people, through services, through like common sense, through just a Bible reading plan. I can't tell you how many times my daily Bible reading plan was exactly what I needed it to yeah. be. In Shout that out to moment. Pastor Jared, always reminding people yeah, to just I'll get wait. on a reading plan. If you just get a reading plan, yeah. read it 20 minutes a day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's how we put God's word over everything yeah. in our lives. You know, so wow, that's so good. Over everything, that was a good talk. Over today. everything. Hopefully, that helps you guys, man. And even mm. though we're not there yet, we stand at peace to know we're on the way. Absolutely, so. absolutely. That was super good, man. Hey, God's word over time. everything, right? Over everything. I love it, man. Good talk today. Thank you so much, Pastor Cruz, for having me. Hey, Appreciate you rock. guys. We're so excited to see what happens. 
Stay tuned. Next week's episode is going to be a banger. We have a special guest coming. Yeah, on. we do have a special guest, a throwback. Hey, <laughs> so, let's go. And yeah, OG. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, you guys. Love y'all so so much. Hey, listen, as as you're listening to the podcast, would you do us a favor? It really helps us um, when you subscribe, when you like it, when you review it. Um, let us let us know what you think. Leave us some comments. DM us. Talk to us about um, how this content is helping you. And um, hey, man, help us get the message out there. You know, I think that there's a whole generation that really needs your yeah. really needs your voice on this. And that's what we're trying to do. So we love you guys. Hey, just a heads up on what's coming up um, in the culture. Uh, as you know, we dropped this on a Friday. So this Sunday, October 17th, we have HQ happening at our West Side Church. Hello. 1230 service. At the um, youth auditorium? In the youth auditorium. So if you want to be part of the team at Prime Culture, well, then that's the place you would definitely want to start. Um, October 22nd, it's a Friday night. We've got a, a Prime Culture pop-up at Work at One, 500 Ooh. South or North Oregon, second floor. It's going um, to be super dope, man. We're going to be, be doing a live night. podcast recording with Pastor Jared Neiman. Um, so we're, we're, we're really, really excited for that. And the cool, other cool little surprises. And then obviously the big night, Culture Night's Culture coming night. up October 29th. We're super geeked for that. So uh, make sure you mark your calendars and get locked in with that, man. We love you guys. Until next time. But before that, if you guys are loving the content and you guys haven't been a part of a circle yet, Oh my gosh. 100%. We're Dude, hearing thank you for bringing, so many bringing us back to that. Yeah. Great stories yeah. about what God is doing through circles. And we know that you need to be a part of it and it's going to bless your life. So we love y'all. Yeah. Until the next time. Until the next time. Be the culture. Love Peace. You. Peace. Well, hey guys, thank y'all so much for tuning into the Prime Culture Podcast. We hope you got something amazing from this podcast that you can take away that is just going to change your life. If you love this, make sure you drop a like, make sure you subscribe, and also hit the notification bell so you can see any type of upcoming content that we have for you guys. And also reach our gallery because we have a lot of amazing content that you may have missed out on that we know is gonna bless your life as well. We thank y'all so much. Thanks for supporting the channel. Thank you for supporting Prime Culture. We love you and we'll see you at the next one. Peace.